Thank you for listening to this new episode of the podcast, By the Still Water. It is our intent that these messages be an encouragement in your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. The residents of London were terrified because a killer was loose in the city. This killer did not discriminate between men or women, old or children. The death toll in London alone was numbered in the thousands. But this was not a madman running loose, but an illness that seemed to strike in one area of the city without warning, then disappear almost as quickly. The killer was a disease called cholera. Many doctors believe that the cause of the illness was bad air, specifically bad smells. In a city as crowded as London in the 1830s and 40s, a city that relied on horse-drawn wagons and carriages, bad smells were common. Trash, sewage, even the smell of dead animals filled the air with a horrible stink. And the areas where cholera was found were the areas that seemed to stink the worst. This was called the miasma theory of disease, and many doctors and health officials believed these bad smells were killing people. One of those was a man by the name of Dr. Snow. Dr. Snow began to carefully track cases of cholera in a specific area of London near a place called Broad Street. Soon hundreds of cases and hundreds of deaths could be connected to one location, a public water source called the Broad Street Pump. Dr. Snow believed that the water from this pump was contaminated and urged the city officials to remove the handle from the pump. Shortly after the pump was disabled, new cholera cases in the area almost completely disappeared. The idea of unclean water is not a pleasant one, especially the kind of contamination that would cause cholera. Picture for a moment someone handing you a glass of water that you knew was polluted. Would you drink it? Of course not. But if you saw someone else about to drink that polluted water, would you warn them? Sure. Yet, people have other things that can pollute their lives other than bad water. Listen to the Apostle Paul. But now, you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. While Paul is not speaking here of waterborne disease, he is speaking of another kind of contamination and pollution, the pollution of the heart. And in a similar way that we would warn someone not to drink bad water, Paul urges his readers to stop the contamination of their mind and of their lives. Look at this list. It is not hard to imagine the poison that Paul is talking about. Think for a moment about the idea of malice. One definition of malice is the desire to hurt others or to see others suffer. It is hard to imagine meeting or knowing people that desire others should be harmed. But to understand these ideas, we need to put them in a bigger context. A little earlier in this passage, Paul says this, Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. Let's focus for a moment on the idea of the things that are on earth. The image of earthly things is a common idea found in the Bible. What is earthly is what is found in the actions of animals. Picture for a moment a shark feeding. 
There is no kindness, no mercy, no gentleness in what they do. They are focused on doing what they do based on very simple thinking. They are running on instinct. Paul uses this and other expressions to describe people that are running on instinct and not on higher thinking, such as compassion, kindness, love. In another passage, Paul describes the actions of some as fleshly. From 1 Corinthians 3, For you are still fleshly, for since there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not fleshly? Are you not walking like mere men? Paul uses the expression fleshly, or in some versions, the word is translated carnal. This is the word that could be translated as meat. He is saying the people that are acting this way are acting like, well, meat men. This is the mindset that leads to malice, lying, and anger. If we are just animals, if we are just meat, then malice and anger mean nothing. We are condemned to play out the violence, selfishness, and greed that has led to so much suffering in human history. This is the pollution and contamination that turns a glass of water into a cup of death. If we choose to embrace this mindset, we condemn ourselves to death. But that is not the path that God has shown us. There is another way. Paul says, set your mind on things that are above. So let's read this entire passage to put this in context. Colossians chapter 3. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you sexual immorality, impurity, passions, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these things, the wrath of God is coming. In these you, too, once walked, when you were living in them. But now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. There are a couple of images here that speak to the core of what it means to be a believer. Paul urges the readers to, quote, put to death the contamination that would poison us. Those contaminants include evil desires, coveting, and immorality. But how do we put to death these things? Earlier, we were talking about a cholera outbreak in the 1830s in London. But cholera is still deadly. In 2010, an earthquake hit the Caribbean nation of Haiti, leaving almost a million people homeless. Ten months after the earthquake, another disaster struck. Cholera swept through the survivors. More than 10,000 people died. The solution part was for everyone to boil any water that they drank. The boiling killed the bacteria that causes the cholera. But the only way that it is truly effective 
is to boil your water every time. Sin, like this bacteria, is a poison to our souls, and we cannot let it into our mouth or into our heart. We must choose to think differently and to remove the danger. We must kill the actions and attitudes that lead to those actions. Paul urges them to put to death what is evil in you. But what would make us think and act differently than what simple meat men would normally do? The answer to that is seen in Jesus. He did what meat men would never do. He sacrificed himself for others. It is this image and framework that Paul pleads with his readers to see a different vision and a different way of acting other than what is meat men thinking. Jesus not only taught a different way, but he showed us a different way. He also showed us a hope that is not found anywhere else. If Jesus can solve the great mystery and terror of death, we no longer need to think like we are just meat that walks around. We can be more, be better than that. This is, in essence, much of what is said in this passage. Jesus has shown us a hope past the grave, and as such, we need to embrace that thinking. Paul urges his readers to put off the old self, the old way of thinking, and the old way of acting. Think back one more time to Dr. Snow and the cholera-ravaged areas of London. He was trying to convince the local officials that the problem was a contaminated well. Most did not believe him because it was not the way they had been trained. At one time, they even started using the well again. After more illness and more death, they finally sealed it shut. Do we need more proof that malice, slander, or anger poisons our world and drives it further and further from God? While we don't often use words like malice or slander, we do use words like hate, prejudice, rage, and lying. These words and actions don't bring peace to the world around us. They bring violence, crime, and even war. This is the bacteria of sin that is ravaging our world. Paul says the solution is to boil out that sin bacteria and take on the work in the words of Jesus. This is the idea of set your mind on things above. He pleads with his readers to put on a new self that reflects Jesus. Picture the problem like this. Think of every war and every murder that has happened in human history. Cholera has killed more. Then think of the solution to a cholera outbreak and what knowledge would have meant to millions that have died. The solution to sin is right in front of us. Why not learn about the solution and the one that made it possible? In the middle of an outbreak of disease, Dr. Snow pleaded with the city of London to block the contaminated well because lives could be saved. Paul pleads for us to shut off the contamination of our souls and drink the pure water of the words of Jesus. Drink up. Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. 
It is our desire that these messages reflect the true Word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at bythestillwater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at By the Stillwater Podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.